Hi, welcome to Not So Secret, The Secret Life of Us podcast. My name is Ellen. I'm Jim. This week we're discussing episode 5, The Rules. It aired on 6 August 2001. This episode was pretty all over the place. Yeah, it was a weird episode. I feel like it didn't get its center. Although, it was an episode where it had a much kind of tighter link to the theme of the episode, i.e. Yeah. rules. Yes. Um, which Evan kind of ruminated on at the start. Much better than the bloody garden of. Yeah, it was definitely a lot clearer this week where they were going. From the first sentence, I was like, theme equals rules. Youth, fun. When you get older, you realize rules govern everything. Love, Love rules. rules. Sex rules. Friendship rules. What I did like about this, so he's saying this as it cuts over Carmen, the mother he's now kind of seeing. Mm. And it just cuts over kids, A, fighting, and then they stop fighting, just standing still for like a long time. <laughs> yeah. And I just kept yeah. kind of like zooming in on these children standing still. I'm like, what? It's like the youth. We might just talk about each of the characters and where they're at this week. Who do we want to start with? Evan. I really like his story. Okay, there are elements of his storyline I liked, but basically it was focused on him realizing he's in love with Carmen. Oh, yeah. Um, and yeah. the bit I liked was that it kind of inverted the sort of waiting around for someone to call or should you call thing, which this show loves to do. Mm-hmm. But it's like him being like, oh, I shouldn't call yeah. Carmen even though I really want to. And there's a good bit where he's like, calls her and is like, well, it's just, I, 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 I was wondering what you were doing um, tonight. Uh, nothing. The kids are going to their dad, so got the place to myself because i just rang to tell you that i couldn't really come over tonight i mean oh that's okay yeah yeah i've got this uh thing i have i have to do and then he calls again it's like um you know that thing i had to do uh yeah yeah well i did it oh great i just thought i'd ring and tell you that yeah, his storyline. I was just like, Evan says, I think I might love her. I'm like, Evan, you don't even know her. Yeah, it's like, happened so fast. You literally met her and then you went on a date and that's it. And yeah. now you're in love. I was like, that's not that's not how it works. I mean, maybe with his idea of love, that is how it works. I was yeah. just like, I don't know. And he actually says this really weird bit about his idea of love. You meet someone else and they're sure that you are flirting with them. And it gets to the point where you can't even hang around with your friends because you've got to spend your whole time with them. You think that if he or she tugs at their hair or turns their head once more, you're going to stick a fork in their neck. You realise that they walk like a duck. You have sex and right in the middle of it you say things like, oh look please, honey, move your bloody leg. The phone rings and you don't pick it up because you know it's going to be them. You don't really want to speak to them because all you really want to do is be alone. It gets like really intense. I was like, all I can say is, Evan, love is not a feeling. It's something you do. Probably if you want to stab someone in the eye with a fork, I don't think that would be acting in love. I'm mm. just going to put that out there. So, yeah, I'm like, maybe he needs to reconsider his idea of love. was yeah. my thought the whole of his plot line. I was just like, ugh. Yeah, it got tiresome towards the end. Like, it was a good change for Evan in the sense that it was, like, him being a little bit more emotionally involved. But it dragged. There was too much of it. Yeah, and even that, even that where I was like, oh, it's a nice change. It was like, he did the bare minimum, which was, I don't have to have sex with her to enjoy her company. Yeah, that's true. (laughs) And I was like, okay, so now you're like a fully formed character. Yeah, that's true. I was like, oh, okay, Evan, you're a douche. So who else do we have? Oh, we had uh, Will. Oh my God. Will's whole storyline. This is also stupid. (sighs) His storyline was that he couldn't get it up in sex with Sam, who can continues to linger around. Why? I'm like, babe, leave it alone. 
Yeah. Uh-huh. And she really was like, I'm going to see you as a challenge yeah. to like get him off. And so her solution to that, which I appreciate, was she was just like, I'm going to like trap you in a restroom cubicle at a restaurant and just go yeah. down on you and then it'll work. And it yeah, did. it did. But in, in all of that, I mean, there was that great line where she's like in bed with him and then she kind of says to him, You just got me here to try it out again, didn't you? I thought it'd be all right. At least we could have gone out or something first. You weren't even thinking about me. You're not supposed to get a girl into bed just to see if your dick's working. How crass is that? Yeah, Which no, is a good line. that was a great line. I also wrote that down. She also said, I'm not here to cure you, Will. I was like, yes, me, everyone, mainly <laughs> like straight cis dudes. And I was like, not here to do your work for you. But in saying that, then she goes on to cure him. Uh, so I was yeah. like, eh. she did not follow through with that. Yeah, all. but the line was good. Yeah, action, and not so much. <laughs> Sam is interesting because, like we've said in previous episodes about her being kind of peripheral, she's still lingering. Yeah, she is. And, like, the conclusion of this episode was they were really happy because he finally got it up. So I feel like she'll be back. Possibly, like, he'll be a dick again now because it's like, oh, my penis does work. Bye. Yeah, that's true, <laughs> it's actually. like, ugh. Kelly went back to work this we week. Finally got to see, we got to see Kelly at her job, yes. which was great. I mean, she didn't really do that much aside from reading much. all of the rules of the place, which are very stupid, like about hetero dating and what yeah. women will accept and what men will accept and blah, blah, blah. Which yeah. had a lot of heavy references to children, Evan. I wonder why. <laughs> and like some great scenes of this video playing and we'll play our favourite of the video Oh people. my God. What I'm after in a woman is um, well, well, uh, someone that's uh, well, well endowed. Um, I guess uh, she's fairly good looking um, and likes to uh, a little bit of, uh, well, you know, uh, but uh, uh, not that I know anything about that at all. I just... Uh so good. I wrote yeah. down this early 2000s dating agency is amazing. Earlier version of OKCupid. Yeah, yeah. I think I also wrote down something about OKCupid. Bleakest verbal OKCupid ad I've ever heard. Play incredibly executed by the yeah. show Even the one that was meant to be kind of desirable was so cringy. Yeah, it was. And the woman's like kind of like, I guess I could be into that. Yeah. Face was just heartbreaking. Yeah. Kelly didn't do too much other than that. Richie. Little Richie is uh, getting his Oh, they are, they are drawing out. <laughs> they are drawing out the gay it's tension. It's taking so I'm long. I'm loving it. I wanted to slow oh. drip. Richie's kind of thing was that he was spending all this time at the bar with the bartender mm-hmm. and then some other people, mainly the bartender. It was kind of inexplicable. He was just like, I should be obsessed with Miranda. And the bartender's like, why don't I just get you a drink? Yeah, he's like, have a drink on me. And Richie says, what am I doing here? I'm like, we know what you're doing, Richie. And then it gets even more explicit. Yeah. So then the bartender says to Richie, I'm proud of you. And I was like, oh, my God. And then they're chatting and the bartender's like, you're flirting with me, Richie. What? It's okay. Straight guys flirt with gay guys all the time. (laughs) You get used to it. But why would they flirt if they're straight? I was oh, like, oh. oh, it's so good. It's oh. coming. And like, we called it from so far away. We called it from like the very start. Yeah. Like, so. probably like the first episode, I think. I'm going to say, feel like we said it at the very start of the second episode. Okay, maybe. Because I think the bartender has like one moment where he makes eye contact with Richie and it's yeah. like, Yeah, yeah. Oh, and then later, like, as they're heading to the rap party, mm. they're all at the bar again and the bartender brings over a drink for them, like a bottle to take away or something. And there is a moment of eye contact between Richie oh, and the bartender so and Richie's like, happen. thanks. 
I was like, oh, that little look. I saw that little look. And he goes from giving him a beer to giving him this, like, aqua-coloured Yeah. <laughs> so I don't know if that's meant to be symbolic. Yeah, it's so good. Miranda? She didn't really Again, what much. Miranda's thing as well was just her being like, there was a conversation, I think, between her and Will. Her and Will had some cute scenes. Again, mm. flirting very heavily, mm-hmm. sort of. Like, there was a bit where she was like, let me look at your dick. Yeah, that was weird. And she, like, <laughs> grabbed at it. I was like, oh, God, what's happening? <laughs> yeah. And she was more just kind of like, oh, I don't want to, like, sort of be down on Richie and make him unhappy by mm. complaining about feeling like I'm not seeing him. Yeah. There's also Alex and Alex Gabrielle Jason mm. storyline where, oh, so stupid. So stupid. Although Sydney makes its first appearance. Yay, I know. <laughs> yeah, Jason goes up to Sydney and they really say why. No, I think, <sighs> I think it was like to escape. To escape with the boys. I, yeah. He says that at one point. Oh my god. Yeah. And then he calls Alex and is like, I need you. And like, they have maybe two or three phone calls throughout the episode every time. He's just like, I need you here. I'm definitely going to get into this in the low lights because that yeah. was my really it big was my low light. Light. Okay, we'll save that one yeah, back to it. We can really go into um, So yeah, I guess we'll come back to that storyline in the low yeah. lights. The other thing about mm-hmm. the bartender and Richie, I forgot we almost said it. There was a bit where Richie goes, man, if you're a chick, Oh yeah, yeah. And I was like, oh. Yeah. Which actually is something I've had said to me before. Oh my god, no way. So. What was your response? I was like, ah. Then I was also like, uh, let's see. Yeah, see what happens here. Which I think was the bartender. The bartender's like, "Uh uh-huh, we're going to work from that. He's like, I'll just keep giving you drinks. Yeah, so should we go into MVPs? Yeah, so who was your MVP? Okay, so it was a bit of a struggle this week. I want to highlight one moment, which I almost had as my MVP in itself, Mm -hmm. which is a bit of a cheat. It was the moment where Evan is just watching TV and he's watching. He was watching amazing. Do you know how loudly I yelled? I, again, I don't yell. So like, what is actually. what is amazing, Ellen? Amazing is a great, like, I'm going to say 90s kid afternoon game show. And the, like, culminating bit of amazing is, like, you have to run through a maze. It's, like, school kids. They, like, have to find clues and, like, yeah. it's, like, letter clues and then they put it together to get a word. I love word games and adventure. So yeah. it was, like, this was all I wanted to do as a child was be on this show. And from the first snippet they showed, I was, like, this is amazing, <gasps> as in the show. Yeah. And also great. And then, like, they actually show that it is amazing. And I was and just, like, this one, so happy. This one shot, which maybe we'll put it on Twitter, of it yeah. cutting to the this, like, shot of the screen, and oh, it's just, like, these children's school uniforms screaming. Yes! Yeah. Uh, I love those shows so much. Anything with, like, school children in their uniform, yeah. like, competing against each other for, like, it was always, like, to win a computer game for their school. Yeah, like, exactly. Sort of for the school. Like, interactive thing. No, going like, hard. Yeah, yeah. I love it. And it's oh. such an afternoon thing as well. And then he it says is. something great, like, I feel myself getting stupider by the second. I'm just mesmerized. <laughs> Meanwhile, I'm screaming like, yes! <laughs> like, my brain is already melted. I was <laughs> <laughs> drooling. Yeah. Um, but my actual MVP, so I really struggled. And I decided that I was going to give my MVP not on the basis of, like, I thought this character was morally the best. Mm-hmm. I had an interesting conversation with a friend who watches a lot of TV where they were talking about how they are really drawn to characters that are kind of reprehensible but done mm-hmm. in a way that is realistic or interesting or something. Mm-hmm. Which I don't really, I think as we can gather from this podcast, yeah. I think both of us often kind of take, like, which character do we morally and personally agree yeah. with? Yeah, yeah. But in the interest of shaking it up and mm-hmm. kind of thinking about that person's lens or watching mm-hmm. TV... I'm going to give it to Will. Okay. Because my reasoning is, 
I thought that Will had a kind of quite a well-rounded episode mm-hmm. in the sense that he was a douchebag to Sam the whole time, mm-hmm. but also kind of like apologetic towards her, but then continuing to screw her over. Mm-hmm. But then also this nice moment where it's him that sees Alex kissing Jason on the pier, which yeah. we'll get into. Mm. But he kind of sees it and sort of backs away and then has this moment where he sort of cold shoulders Jason mm. at the bar, but then sees Alex and Alex is sort of worried and brings it up. Mm. And then he's like, look, it's okay. Like, work out what you're doing. Mm. Something kind he of... He doesn't like, even really say that. He just grabs her by the shoulders, mm. like, looks at her and yeah. is like, take care of yourself. That's right. So I was that's like, what it is. That was really pretty touching. And yeah. like, I'm going to get into this in my theme because it relates to that. But like, I can see from that moment. Yeah, I just thought setting that moment against his other action, it almost, because I think that with Will, you do have this kind of like guy who is kind of nice and kind mm. of caring, but also is kind of disposable of people that he doesn't care about in the yeah. same way. Like he's very disposable of Sam, um, but obviously bends over backwards for Leah. But yeah, I just thought, I was like, you know, I feel like they're doing interesting things with Will and like it didn't seem inconsistent. It just seemed like a character that had yeah. a few different gray areas or whatever. Yeah, within yeah. Themselves. Yeah, well, with my MVP, like I did mm. not know who to give it to and like was almost going to like just tap out and be like, yeah. I'm not giving it to anyone because I just can't. But then I thought, no, that's a bit of a cop out. Yeah, when I hear who was still like, <laughs> My, like, um, if I have to, it was Alex. Well, first of all, she uses the slang boozies. Oh, my God. I haven't heard someone use that word for so long. Yeah, I also noted down, use of the word boozies, how to spell. I don't know how to spell it. Like, oh, my I, God. I'm trying to think of, like, who in my life uses that word. I can't even think. Like, but it was so vivid and cut through. It was so, it was yeah, like, it was so, like, oh, my God, like, that is a moment of connection of, like, this is an Australian show because, like, nobody else would say that. Like, yeah. oh. Uh, but that's not the only reason why. <laughs> I don't know. I just think... I mean, we're probably going to get into this in a second with the low lights with Jason. But I just feel bad for Alex in that, like, Jason is really, like, harassing her almost. Yeah, yeah. And she's, like, made it pretty clear. And, like, Evan made it clear in the last episode. Like, I think other people have made it clear. Gabrielle obviously has made it clear. Like stop calling her like just leave her alone i don't know she says this line where she's like jason why are you doing this it's it's not fair look i'm back tonight i have to see and then she hangs up on him when he's on the phone yeah and i was like you know like i really feel for her and then later on she was going to meet up with him but Yeah, like, that's a really difficult position to be put in, especially where, obviously, you know, she did have some sort of, like, lust at the very least. Yeah, she did. Sort of, like, yeah, she was, like, drawn to him. attachment to him because, like, as we said in the last episode, like, she thought he was being nice to her and, like, mm-hmm. that's what she liked. And I just feel like she's being manipulated. And, yeah, like, no, absolutely. She's trying really hard not to, to be the good friend. To, yeah. To cut it off. But it's also like, maybe like, I don't really know what to do. You know, I want his affection as well, but obviously I know it's so wrong. I just want him to leave me alone because obviously that would be a lot easier if he just stops calling yeah. and then she can just move on and like her and Gabrielle can become friends again. So yeah, I don't know. I'm like, I go to Alex for trying to be a better person, failing a little, but like, you know, 
But making the effort in a realistic way of her getting kind of beaten down into, like, compromising herself. Yeah. And, like, she's a fucking surgeon. Like, she has some real shit to do. I know. He's like, I need you. She's like, I'm actually about to cut some time. I need to, like, amputate a leg. Just give me a sec. Like, you know. So, I think Alex, you know, she's she's trying. Yeah. Maybe this is kind of where our MVPs will go into this kind of like moralist landscape where we're like, I think you're trying. Yeah. Or like you are kind of you having this moment. Yeah. And you're being good. Yeah. And we are still introducing morality into our like. I mean, maybe. I mean, it's hard to like someone. But of course, like, I'm not, like, I could never have given the MVP to Will just because, like, the whole way he treated Sam, I was yeah. like, no. Because, like, I don't know, I think that's a very relatable feeling for a lot of people, especially, I guess, a lot of women. Yeah. I could not give it to him, even though that moment, I agree, was like, you know, I was, like, really touched by it. But I'm like, but he's a fucking dick. So, yeah. like, yeah. you know. But, like, I understand why you gave it to him. Yeah. Just for me, I guess, yeah, that's my morality or, like, my experiences being introduced. It's too strong to be, like, no action. Yeah, I can't override it with, like, oh, you did But I think think part of the reason why I'm giving it to him is because maybe my MVP has turned it into a, like, what part of the episode was I, like, interested in as a character or whatever. Yeah. Um, which is fair. Yeah, like so... Like, a good point of characterization. Yeah. Yeah. Which I think it also helps that I think he's acting quite well. Like, yeah, well, look, he is a Hollywood actor now. He's a Hollywood so. actor. So, um, the cream yeah. does rise. It really does. Just had to get rid of that awful hair. Low light. Oh. Look, we've touched on it. Before we actually get into this, oh. one moment that okay. I thought was just a little writer's low light. Okay. So, we, we've talked a little bit before about how, like, they use the flimsiest excuses to get characters in the same yeah. position. I think the flimsiest one of all time came up in this episode when Miranda goes to Gabrielle's apartment and he's like, Sorry to come over so late, but I was just walking and I ended up here and <laughs> I don't know why. They live in the same building. They, I know, that was really weird. <laughs> it was like, I ended up here, like, one floor down. I'm like, like why what? bother? She's like, I went walking, I was going to go to the street, but then I stopped and I'm at your apartment. Yeah, it's just like, like, hey, I'm coming over. Yeah. Like, can they not just drop by? Yeah. Like, is that Maybe that's part of it. That's the actual theme, is that they're also, like, unable to be like, I really want to see you. And yeah. And they're like, oh, I was just walking, and here I am. Here I am, coincidentally. Let me in. Yeah. But yeah, the real low light. Oh, Jason. 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 He's such an asshole. The problem is that Jason, I feel like, is also becoming kind of unrealistic. Not yeah. unrealistic in the sense of someone harassing someone and being like, I need no. you. But it's just bizarre. Like. Yeah. And we touched on this last episode where we're like, he really has no moral centre at the moment. Yeah. Or just any coherence. Like, what is he doing? Yeah. Like, yeah. he didn't seem that interested in Alex. Yeah. Yeah. And that's why I feel like it feels really manipulative. So he calls her a couple of times. First time he's like, I have to call you. I really miss you, Alex. I need you. And then Alex hangs up on him. So much I need you. And then he calls her again and is like, tell me you miss me and I'm like so it's not really about his feelings for yeah. her. he's like he needs to feel needed I guess because he's fucked up with Gabrielle yeah because Gabrielle's not paying it you know she's like dumb with she's him she's like no but she's not even dumb with him that's I the inexplicable bit they're still together one of the first scenes is them having dinner oh, together and then Gabrielle bleak. just starts crying and I was like I thought you left I thought you were gone yeah like yeah. why is this still happening we did speculate about that in the last one <sighs> we did and I was just so sad that he was still there I was just like and then at the end of the episode as well he kind of snuggles up to Gabrielle again and he's like I love you oh they just they really need to figure out what they're doing it's just weird because they seem not very compatible 
either. Like, no, no. It's just kind of, you're just sort of like, why is any of this happening? But they kind of remind me of a lot of couples, couples that, that just I kind of know. randomly and they're like. Yeah, and like, just that very, like, they're both kind of like doing their professional thing. Yeah. And like, they're very, like, both very opinionated and again, lots of like intense conversations, but it's like, they don't really Care give a sure. shit. Yeah, yeah. there's like, I just want someone to like argue with. It's like, I don't get it. The woman just gets pregnant and like, well, I guess this is what's happening now. Sure. Like, I don't know. But I think to, to contrast that situation to what's happening in the show, it's mm-hmm. like there's no pregnancy. Yeah, this spontaneous marriage. Well, I feel like that's almost that's what that's similar. the standard. Yeah. But it's like it's just interesting they value marriage so highly. Yeah. That they're like, oh, we couldn't possibly split up, even though you cheated on my best friend with me and then proposed solely to cover up your guilt. That's true. I like 2001. Divorce was a thing. Yeah, It wasn't like so taboo, I don't think, that you couldn't have a couple divorced. I mean, the family law courts were already, you know. In the 70s. That's true. I hadn't really thought about that, the way they value marriage over everything else. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. And then Jason and Alex meet up, and as we kind of mentioned, they hook up, and it's just... Yeah, I just didn't get it. Like, I do get it. As I said sort of earlier, I'm like, I feel like Alex has been manipulated and she was kind of just like, Ugh, Yeah, uh, like, it's uh, kind of unclear to me as well okay. whether... So she kind of... He sort of leans in or something and mm-hmm. almost kind of pulls her towards him. Then they kiss twice, I want to yeah. say. But it's quite brief. And then eventually Will walks up and Alex sees Will over Jason's shoulder and mm. stops. So I didn't know how long it was meant to have gone for. Like, Yeah, that's true. Yeah, it's just so... It was like nighttime. It was like down on the water. I don't know. It felt very seedy. Yeah, it was, it was like. You know, I love it. Again, Will just happens to be walking. Yeah. I think your bike was on the other one. like, what are you doing? Like, yeah. why are you on the He's pier? like, oh, I just left my bike on the pier. Yeah. <laughs> I just had to go for a walk. And I, I ended just up heard here. your pager was down the alley. Oh, my God. <laughs> I thought I'd you uh, Yeah, they're really struggling with connection. I kind of love it, though. Now I'm like, it's sort of comforting. But you're yeah. like, oh, you know, if something goes wrong, like you'll just forget something. You know, yeah. Guide you back. Exactly. So yeah. um, what was your theme, Ellen? My theme, I guess this kind of relates to your MVP in a way. I think at one point one of the characters says, most people aren't very good and that plus the bit where will does the comforting alex thing evan's voiceover says for some people like will there's no need for cones or vaults look after yourself he knew what you talked about and what you didn't and then like will is like the person that you should be looking to in these situations where like you know you're keeping information confidential yeah because there's a lot of stuff theme. about like put the information in the cone or the vault because yeah. everyone kind of spreads out about will's soft on yeah as he oh calls my God. It. um <laughs> and so that's kind of like the subtext of like oh you know yeah one can keep secrets the rules yeah. about keeping secrets and then it's implied at the end i guess like then, will doesn't need the rules will doesn't need to understand the rules because he just knows and like he's just yeah. inherently good in that way i was like well like they're all just really flawed yeah as in like some of them have really good traits and some of them don't and like that's very realistic and that like every part yeah. like there's not like one morally good person like, everyone has really good things everyone has really bad things 
I think for me, the thing that I like in people is people trying to learn. So I'm like, yeah. it doesn't really matter if you're inherently good, because obviously that's not a thing. Yeah. But if you're not willing to learn, it kind of means nothing. And I think that's with Will, with the whole like Will and Sam thing. He just wouldn't. I don't yeah, think he it was, was weird, because he was sort of like, I'll take you on this apology dinner. But yeah. then kind of did the same thing. And like, yeah. It was just strange. Yeah, that was odd. It didn't feel genuine. Like, no. even when he took her on that dinner, I was just like, ugh. And it was like, he wasn't really happy and relaxed until, like, he got off, basically. Yeah, and then yeah. he was like, oh, now we can be all Finally lovely. And I was like, ew, it was just gross. So, yeah, I guess, like, that was kind of my theme of just being, like, none of these characters are perfect. Even Kelly, like, another thing that was going on was she was waiting for the dude she was sort of dating to call her. Mm. And, like, she's like, oh, he's not calling me, he's not calling me. And, like, we were talking last week about her whole dating thing with him was really weird and that she was like I just want him to be mine and like kind of like that gross possessive yeah. idea of relationships funny because like at the start I was like Kelly we love her she's amazing and I'm still like she's amazing but I'm also like oh that part of you really yeah awesome. like, and I also feel like I wonder we're talking about how you know Evan's the writer and then she's the matchmaker like mm-hmm. I wonder if her you know voiceover is gonna continue to be confined to being this like romance thing because I, yeah. like like, I feel like it's kind of undervaluing what she can bring to it because it's just kind mm. of like every time it's like this weird trite advice about like men and women and calling yeah. and stuff like that and like we didn't care about this dude I guess they hung out for a bit but it wasn't very they were much. like again one day it's like oh I love him I want to and it's like no you just you want to feel validated by his attention it's like yeah. you don't love him like you want him to call you so you feel good about yourself that's fine like you can acknowledge that's a thing but like don't make it something bigger than it is that's why I would be so exasperated about the sense of these people but like, <laughs> look I can't get on board with it every single time you're like I'm in love with this person yeah like, alright alright like, talk to me in two days and like I'm sure we've all been friends with yeah, people like yeah. that and like probably at one point I was like that like yeah. I don't know yeah it's just it's kind of like they all have good and bad parts of them and like even you know last week giving Miranda the MVP after we've been like ugh like she's yeah which I think I don't know I think the show it chose a fine line between being like here are characters who are kind of complex and like not universally Mm. lovable and like being like but do you still want to watch them like it's kind of like this thing but I think it does strike the right balance I think the scenes that redeem it in a lot of ways is like there are a lot of sweet scenes between often just a pair of the characters where they're like complimenting each other or talking through things with each other and in that moment they're often trying to offer each other good advice yeah and try to help the other person yeah that's true Um, which I think gives it a kind of sweetness Mm. that when the characters are doing the actions in terms of their own romance, you're like, oh, God. Mm, but it's yeah. kind of nice to come back to each other and are like, uh. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. And there were quite a, a couple of scenes this week that were yeah. like that. One scene which I did like was Richie and Will were having a cup of tea together. That's I was cute. like, oh, like, that's kind of sweet. That is sweet. Yeah, what about you? What about your theme? So my theme was about guilt in relationships. I think although this episode was about rules, I feel like it had a lot of interesting things to say about people feeling guilty. There was a kind of space between how they thought they should be and what they were or what they were actually going to do, which I guess kind of feeds back into that idea of like when they were sitting with their friend talking, they sort of often were like, I want to do this. Mm-hmm. You know, um, Miranda saying, I don't want to nag Richie. Richie saying, I should go back upstairs. Mm-hmm. But then when it actually came to whatever action, yeah, they wouldn't take the route they wanted. The other side of that is not only do people feel guilty about what they think they should do, but in the episodes, it kind of suggests like is it actually worthwhile and having that guilt Mm. or should you just be honest with yourself and pursue whatever Mm. something you're trying to repress because otherwise it's just 
unsustainable. Mm. It's doomed, basically. So, like, for Miranda, it's like, look, it bothers you that he's not here. Yeah. And it's not going to stop bothering you. Yeah. And it doesn't really seem like he's going to stop doing that. Yeah. And it's the same with Richie. We'll see. You know, Gabrielle as well being like, I'm just going to put on a happy face in this marriage. It's like, it's not going to work, dude. Yeah. Stop. Like, yeah. You just cut your losses and, like, move on. Mm-hmm. And, of course, the apology dinner is another example of that. Yeah. Like, doing things out of guilt doesn't really work. Eventually, it's going to catch up to you. It was, like, a good – I think it was Mallory And I often have, like, mixed feels about her. Uh-huh. But she said a thing, oh, people can often detect your thinly veiled contempt of them or something oh. like that. And I was like, I kind of like that. I was like, yeah. I think mean, that's true. And I think that yeah. in all of these relationships when they're trying to cover themselves, yeah. the other person is like... I can tell what yeah. you're doing. Yeah, and I think that's where honesty, which we've talked about before, like, really comes into play. It's like, if you're being honest with someone and not really honest, just, like, lovingly honest with someone, that solves so many problems. So it's like, look, obviously I feel this way and there's no denying it. And denying it only creates more, like, angst between you. So, like, let's just talk about it, talk about how we feel about it, and, like, is there some compromise we can come to? Like, and I think that sort of harks back to the Miranda with the whole, like, monogamy. What you were saying about, oh, should you just repress what you want to do? And she was kind of like, no, like, if Richie wants to sleep with someone else or whatever. We can talk about it. Yeah, like, I just want him to tell me. And bring me inside probably gonna do it anyway. Yeah. yeah, it's like I just want to be included in like you trust me enough to talk to me about it and be yeah. like and trust our relationship enough that like it would you survive know survive it. and like we could talk about it either way. And it, even if it doesn't survive, at least it's a kind of more honest way to go down. Yeah, and I get that it's hard in TV because yeah. the source of tension comes from these. Things. Oh, totally. And I think that in real life, it's true that like you generally <laughs> don't like charge straight in with the honesty. Either you don't do it at all; it takes a while to work up to it, or yeah. whatever it is. And then eventually it's like catharsis. And it but it feels out. so good. Like, because it's something I'm learning to do. Yeah. And like very slowly. But like, it just feels so much better to just be like, look, I'm just going to be honest with you. This and is like, where it's at. Yeah. And kind of like listening to the, how the other person feels, but also knowing like how they react to it doesn't change how you feel. Like, it might change how you act upon what you feel. But like, acknowledging that there can be these differing, often conflicting viewpoints. And, like, you can still love that person or, like, get along with them or whatever. Yeah. You might be able to create a solution that, like, neither of you had thought of. Like, yeah, I don't know. totally. Or, like, yeah. yeah, you thought the other person was in a totally different position. Yeah. And they're like, actually, I feel that Yeah, also. and you're like, just the weight is yeah, lifted exactly. off you. You're like, oh, thank God we talked about this. And it often leads to, like, a new closeness, too. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Shall we do... Oh, random character. Right, number generator. Okay. The learner... Five, which is Peter. So Peter is the first dating person. That, yeah. The dating video that uh, Kelly shows this woman that's coming into her dating mm-hmm. service. He's very sweet. He's very earnest and awkward. He looks very old for 38. He does. Um, yeah. He's seen a lot. He said he goes surfing. Maybe he's just a bit weathered. He also said he's very fit, which I was like. Yeah, I like bold. that he was just like, I'm a good looking boy. I'm pretty fit. And yeah. she's got it into him by the she end. She was like, ooh. But it's funny because Kelly was like, she gets to the end of these three people and it's like, oh, I feel really bad saying to her that, you know, you should match up with these people and I don't really believe it myself. I'm like, dude, the first guy looked totally compatible. Yeah. Like, and like, she was kind of into it and they were both just like, yeah, I feel like they could go on some cute dates, like yeah. even if it wasn't, you know, a long time thing. Exactly. Hook them up, Kelly. Yeah, yeah. I think we shouldn't do another generator. I think we should just talk about the waiter. Okay. The waiter gave the weirdest faces. This is the waiter in the restaurant <laughs> where Sam and Will go for the yeah. apology dinner and then end up having sex in the bathroom. Yeah. And he just... So the waiter all through the dinner is like, keeps coming over and being like, are you ready to order? And they're like, no, leave us alone. 
<laughs> and then Will goes to the bathroom and then Sam joins him and like you can hear them having sex or whatever. And the waiter's kind of just like listening in and like mm. Yeah, it's gonna be yeah. like the waiter's like simultaneously disgusted and aroused. <laughs> He's kinda like mm. It was weird because he was like so cranky, but then was like he didn't oh, I seem that upset. Like yeah, that. he was like, "Cool, go for it, guys." I hope that the waiter comes back. The waiter kind of looked like the bartender to me. Well, this might be a new place where they hang out now because the, like they've expanded beyond the bar. This is the upscale. Yeah, the upscale. She's like, "I'll take you out for an apology dinner." It takes her to the bar. She's like, "I'm here every." He's like, "I night. literally live here." Like they really do though. They really yeah. live there. It'd be so sad if it ever shut down. But he's like lingering. He's got this <laughs> smile. He just looks kind of like. And there. the lighting is really, I don't know, makes him look a little evil. Oh. Yeah, I don't know. I liked him. Oh. I hope he comes back. Yeah, no, I feel like often great. we give a lot of credit to these people because they really do add a lot to the show. They're, and like he was in this for maybe 30 seconds. Yeah. Like, total. So, and he did really well. He did really well. Mm. Anyway, uh, I think oh. that that concludes yeah, like episode we, five. That concludes this episode. It was fun, I guess. Yeah. Like, this episode felt a bit strange, but actually, you know. Going back through it, I'm like, there was a lot there. Yeah, and I think characters are developing as we see. Oh, I'm so excited for Richie. Oh my god. That's the most crucial plot line going forward. Yeah. So we're okay. just rewatching the Batman yeah. show and we need to pause it because it's too heated. It's too much. Right. Attention. Until next week. Yeah, you can follow us on Twitter, Not So Secret Pod, and uh, we'll chat to you soon. Bye. Bye.